Before she became an autism advocate and mom of four, Shaletta Brundage was an Emmy Award-winning comedian. Need something to put a smile in your face? Laughing with Letta is sure to tickle your funny bone. Check it out, but pee first and make sure you ain't drinking nothing when Shaletta's on a roll. That way you won't have anything to clean up when the podcast is over. I'm in Minneapolis where it's happening, where it's hot, where things are popping off, where the city was burning. Um, I see the smoke and smell it. Uh, that that fire has been burning for a while, y'all. There's rage um, that's been burning in the people who live here because they feel like they have not had their voices heard. And, and I get it. Listen, creating this podcasting platform, Shaletta Makes Me Laugh, wasn't my dream. It's, it's not something I set out to do. My dream was to be the morning show host at WCCO Radio. And so I came in as a producer and worked really hard and gave it 110 um, percent, did the best that I could with 20 years, an Emmy Award, two Edward R. O. Murrow Awards. Um, I was getting passed over for positions in the newsroom, on air, as a host in the morning, as a host overnight, you know, nothing on air. I, I didn't get an opportunity. And then I looked around and saw there was no diversity on any of the TV stations or on any of the radio stations in Minnesota. There are TV stations, would you believe it or not, that don't have one black woman on the air. There are TV stations, major networks here in, in, in Minneapolis that are getting their first black male reporter after being on the air for 70, 75 years. I looked at a picture at my station, the station that I work for outside of the podcasting platform. And it's been around 100 years. And 100 years ago, they had a, a photo of all the uh, hosts that were on the air. And they were all white men. Well, guess what? 100 years later, they're still all white men. And so what happens is, you know, great things are happening in Minneapolis where George Floyd was murdered. Uh, they've got barber shops that give away free haircuts. And, you know, they've got beauty shops that do backpack giveaways. And they, they do big community events. And the children are doing amazing things. They're great artists and dancers. And they're great minds and mathematicians and musicians. And so there's always something going on on the weekends and after school. And those communities come to us in the news. And they say, hey, can you come and cover you know, our children, they're, they're going to have this big parade and, you know, or, or come. Can you come this weekend? Uh, we're going to have a big block party to celebrate, you know, one of our kids who went all the way to nationals for this thing or that thing. And the news turns a blind eye because there's nobody in the newsroom who's invested in that community. So nobody goes. Right. And, and so those voices kept getting unheard and, and they would come to me and say, Shaletta, can you help us get on TV? Can you help us get on the radio? Can you help us get in the newspaper? And so then I would call my allies. You know, white folks at the newspaper, white folks at the TV station and say, hey, listen, my people over here, they're doing this. They, they're doing that. They're doing the other. Can you get over here and send a camera crew? And, and sometimes they would. Oftentimes they wouldn't. And I got tired of that. I got tired of beating my head against the wall. And God bless Tyler Perry. I was sitting in Los Angeles uh, taping the Ellen DeGeneres show. I was taping the following day, but I was in my hotel room the night that the BET Awards was going on. And and they were honoring Tyler Perry for being Tyler Perry because he's amazing. And he said, while y'all are fighting for a seat at the table, I'm down in Atlanta building my own. And it hit me, y'all, like a ton of bricks. I'm tired of beating my head against the wall, trying to get on the air so I can give a voice to my people. 
trying to call folks all the time, every time something was happening in my community and begging them to get us an opportunity to be on TV or in the newspaper or on the radio, only to be told no more than I was told yes. So I I, I developed Shaletta Makes Me Laugh, a podcasting platform of black folks who live in Minnesota, who live in Minneapolis, who work in our community, telling our stories. So every week we're talking about something that's happening in our community, what we're feeling, what we're going through, how we're affected by COVID, how we're affected by George Floyd's death, how we're affected by finances, how we're affected, our mental health, our physical health, whatever's going on in our community, we're there. And so we have a voice now. And then George Floyd happens. And after years and years and years of not being able to get a TV station on there, white reporters descend on our community asking us how we feel. How you feel? How you feel? How you feeling? Are you feeling okay? How can we heal? Where do we go from here? Where were you when we were doing our block party? When our barbers were passing out free haircuts? When we had the free blood pressure screening after John Singleton died for Father's Day so black men could take better care of themselves? And you didn't show up. You didn't even help us promote it ahead of time. Wouldn't let us on your weekend shows. But now, dozens and dozens of reporters around the clock are in our neighborhoods, walking through our alleys and our communities, knocking on our doors, wanting to talk to us. Did you see something? Did you hear anything? Did you know this man? Can you talk to us? Tell us how you feel, how you feeling, how we heal. How could this happen? Where do we go from here? What do you need us to do? I need you to come when I call you. I need you to show up. When good things are happening, not just when my community is on fire and things have been destroyed. Are you trying to make a profit off our our pain? I was watching the news and I was so disgusted. I watched white reporter after white reporter after white reporter after white reporter try to tell a story about a black mother's pain, about a black son's pain, about how a black community felt about their black brother getting killed in broad daylight and nobody being there to stop it, even though there were three other officers standing around, about how we've been a victim of lynch mob law enforcement and they've been terrorizing our community and how police brutality and educational and healthcare inequities have plagued us for decades and nobody's said or done anything about it. But now you show up when there's smoke. There's been smoke, but you show up for the fire. It's been smoking all along but you show up when it's burning. Come when I call you. They don't even have anybody invested in their community. The media outlets in the Twin Cities don't even have enough black reporters to give one a day off. Because most of them just have one, if they have that. And it's a sad state of affairs that in 2020, I can count the number of African-American reporters at four major networks, three major radio stations and three major newspapers on one hand. And that's if I count the sports guys. Take the sports guy out of it. I'm, I'm down to four. And it shouldn't be that way. Get some diversity in your newsroom. If we had more diversity, if we were really as open as we say we are, Shaletta makes me laugh.com wouldn't even be here. There'd be no need. I am here for my community with this podcasting platform. The CEO and boss lady of it. Because I I got tired of, of not having a voice and not being able to tell the stories that mattered in my own community. 
not being able to shine the spotlight on issues that were important to us, not seeing us as experts, not seeing us in a positive light. Let's start today. You want to rebuild? We rebuild by using our broadcasting as a platform to help with the healing process. If you're a news outlet in the Twin Cities and you don't have any black people in your newsroom today, then there's a problem. There's talented African-American reporters who are from that area who would love an opportunity. Writers, producers, directors, managers. Go find them. Go get them. Just like you go get the stories, go get the people. So you can diversify your newsroom so you can know what's going on. And then you can put me out of business. I will happily shut this shit down. If we got some diversity in our newsroom so our stories can be told. My podcasting platform is a necessity. Because y'all don't let us in. We're knocking at the door. We're calling. We're emailing. We're direct messaging. We're tagging you on Twitter and you're turning a blind eye. Will it end today? Will you be the news director to step up and say, we need at least two or three black producers? Will you be the assistant news director or the program director to say, you know what? We don't have any African-American voices on our station in prime time. We got to get one. And listen, I ain't everybody's cup of tea. But you're telling me in 100 years, there ain't been one black woman who knows how to talk well enough to grace the airwaves of the good neighbor station, WCCO Radio? Child, please. Keeping it white ain't keeping it right. It's time to do what's right. That girl is crazy in a good way. To check out previous episodes, log on to her website, SheLettaMakesMeLaugh.com. You can also check out where she's appearing next and score cool merch. 